Okay, so it's a new year, 2022. And it looks like the new year started out just like the year before. I am still covering, of course, the judicial system in a roundabout way. Every time I want to talk about a particular topic, there's always something that pops up on my screen on the computer. I don't voluntarily seek out the news. But I, I do have a question as to how they choose which stories to cover. It's sort of a puzzle. I mean, millions and millions of people, billions on the earth, and how do they choose which stories become newsworthy or the stories they want to follow or those circumstances where they make sure they dwell into the past of everyone involved? It's just a little curious as to how they choose those people to focus on. I mean, I don't want to sound negative. I don't want to sound like Debbie Downer or anything, but uh, I have noticed a trend in the news. Now, you're probably somewhere sitting there listening like, what is she talking about? Well, have you noticed that a lot of the news tends to encourage animosity amongst the people? Okay, so we have that case with the young man. Uh, that traveled out of his home area to go to a place where there was actually a protest. And by doing so, he ended up killing people. Um, <laughs> somehow he was able to claim self-defense. Of course, since he's not black, uh, he got away with that. So now I'm sitting in front of my computer uh, just yesterday, actually. Not looking for it, but a case pops up where a black man uh, apparently had some type of confrontational issue with someone else who was driving, and he was a white man. And apparently, if I'm understanding it correctly, I believe the black man was on a bike. Now, the story itself, the news, is a little confusing. I mean, I didn't go into details as to what happened because it didn't make any sense the way they were reporting it. But apparently they got into an argument and uh, the black man killed the white man. And what caught my eye was that uh, they were saying he was claiming self-defense. And I'm thinking while I'm looking at this, is this a deliberate how should I say, are they, are they throwing uh, some type of accelerant on a fire? I wonder sometimes if the news is deliberately trying to cause animosity in the public. Now, from a common sense point of view, since this young man got off scot-free from having shot and killed two individuals 
and injuring another one, which they don't mention very much, by the way. I would think that they wouldn't be putting anything on the news in a very similar situation for the public. I mean, I know there was a lot of political party people that were okay with his end results. Uh, I was not one of them. I mean, it, I see on social media that they are constantly and consistently mocking that entire situation. But my question would be, why would the media put something so antagonistic on the news? I mean, is that all they're concerned with is sales, money? It's like strumming the back of hatred. Now, I have to be honest with you. Um, I did see one particular line where the judge was, how should I say, uh, <laughs> not being very amicable towards the situation. Um, I, I, I actually don't know what to say. I mean, I can't believe that they would put something so antagonizing on the news, which such a similar case line. The difference being, of course, from what I saw briefly, was that the a white man in the vehicle was pursuing uh, this gentleman. At least that's what I understood, but I'm not really sure because it was so ambiguous, the reporting, that it was hard to discern what they were trying to actually say. It, it was almost as if their entire intention was to keep you searching to find out what actually happened because they didn't, they weren't forthcoming with that. Hmm? I, I don't understand why the media does that. I mean, I've seen movies, of course, where they say, you know, we need to uh, make a certain amount of money to stay in business and so on and so forth. But there has to be a limitation, a moral uh, or ethical, how should I say, a uh, ceiling where you realize that what you're doing is causing greater conflict by what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're, you're presenting to the public. Now, I can't see anything that's going to happen with this case going well, okay? I mean, I, I saw in the news that uh, we're replacing our Supreme Court judge, and uh, apparently our president has, uh, at this time, at least that's what they were saying, has promised that there will be a, a black woman or someone of color uh, taking the position, and I'm like, well... Why do you have to specify that? Hmm? Why? I mean, isn't it just a given that anyone that has qualifications of any color should be able to get the position? Why do you have to specifically say that you're pointing out that it's going to be someone black that he's going to put in that seat? And why has it been all this time but they haven't been there. It's the same thing when we elected our first black president. 
I mean, as the the media and people were excited and, you know, happy to see that there was someone of color in office, I'm still thinking in the back of my mind, after hundreds and hundreds of years, why is it just now? Why? Why is it a big deal being able to sit where you want on a bus? Why does it be pointed out? Why do we have to notate every achievement made by the black race? Why? Why? I mean, it should just be a given. Why do we point it out? Oh, so-and-so, they're a black doctor or a black dentist. or Why? We're normal people. We should have been, from the get-go, been given the same opportunities as humans as anyone else. I'm a little sick of it. Hmm? Oh, we're going to put a, a Supreme Court. You know, 90% of those judges, by the way, and uh, you know, I'm an older black woman, okay? And you know the name of my podcast is Born Black. So I was born black. I didn't go out and, you know, sit in any tanning bed. You know, I didn't have my features changed. I haven't had anything altered. This is the way I was born. So my question to you is, why is it that all of the people that are representing our political system, and I mean the judges, basically, and everyone in, in any type of, how should I say, position, senators, congressmen, etc., etc., why is it always a point to be made when one of them is black? And I'm an older black woman, as I was saying earlier, okay? What is it with this age now? I mean, seriously, is there some... Now, I, I know that our president has to be over the age of, I believe, and don't... Don't get upset if I misquote. I'm pretty sure it's 35. You know, I'm not going to go to my computer and look it up, but I'm pretty sure that the President of the United States must be older than 35 years old. Now, so what is it now that the majority of our, our leaders, quote-unquote, senators, congressmen, judges, presidents, what is this age thing we have going on where they are all in excess of 70. You know, they're up there. They're not 35. I mean, this guy that's retiring was 83 years old. He should have been retired. The retirement age is what? 67 or 60-something, 60 you know? Why is he still here? I mean, it's not as though he needed to work for the money. Did he need something to do, or did he want to make sure that he continued to keep the discriminatory practices in America alive by not relinquishing his authority. That's what I sincerely think. I think that the reason they put these older people in office is to make sure that the racism stays alive. Hmm? Chances are if you get someone that isn't part of the, um, how should I say, what is that new group they have going? Some number, you know. I mean, it's just basically the same people with the sheets. As long as you don't put somebody up there that has been wearing white sheets at home, 
then chances are they might be smart enough and human enough to rule or control with integrity, which of course is lacking in America. We don't have any of that. Is that why they insist on putting these older people up that want to hold on to the old ways or the good old days? Why? I mean, why is he 83 years old? I mean, I, it's true, being a woman, and I don't want to offend anybody's feelings or anything, but it's true that men mature slower than a woman. That's true. It's a fact. You know, and then don't think I'm being biased. <laughs> but it's true that men take a lot longer to mature than women. Some of them I don't think mature at all. But uh, that's not what we're talking about right now. So even with that being the situation, I think that these ages of 70, 80, I think they're a little extreme to have someone in office, to have someone in control. I mean, by that point in time, is it that people feel more comfortable because they're elderly or because their children are grown? Hopefully. I mean, what is it with this new trend of elderly people in office? I mean, it's true that the older you get, the more mature you get, the more life experiences you've had. But the people that they're putting in office, I feel that they're only putting these older, non-black people in office to make sure that they hold on to the old ways somehow. Now, like I said before, they're writing the laws. They have all these amendments in our Constitution and so on and so forth, but we know they don't observe them. Not at all. The documents that they pass and the laws that they pass and all these voting rights and everything that we're quote-unquote capable to do to control our own lives is an illusion. These elderly, older people in offices and in positions of power, such as our Supreme Court justices and so on and so forth, even the, the judges in the courtroom, take a look at them, you'll see. No matter what the law says, no matter what the president is, they will somehow find a way to get done what they want done. And yes, that's still persecuting black people. Keeping them down, holding them back. Making sure that on one hand, where you have someone who is non-black versus someone that is, I, I guarantee you that the black person will be penalized in extreme. So then back to this case. This young man is apparently driving down the road, and from what I understood, uh, the guy that was driving, actually, I don't even believe, from what I understand, the man that he had the confrontation with was not driving, it was his wife. Which is another point I want to point out real quick. So, from what I understood, the man that was the passenger was white, 
the man that shot him was black, but the wife, if I'm seeing correctly on the internet, was black. Now, I, I need to point out a few things about that. We, we talked about interdimensional people, okay? But there's another uh, scenario we need to cover. Um, you see, black people can be prejudiced too, okay? And as a black woman, I've run into it quite often. And let me clarify on that. There are certain black people and people in, in my race, black like me, that get upset or angered or, how should I say, they feel betrayed when a person of color, black people in particular, like me, are not keeping the company of someone in your own race. Okay, there I said it. And we, we know it. We, we, we've seen it. If you're alive in this world, in this country, and you're a person of color, then you know what I'm talking about, because that actually is not something singularly affecting black people. I've seen it in other races, too, where they want you, there are people within your race that want you to stay within your race. So if you are a person of color, a, a black woman, such as myself, you're not supposed to be keeping the company of anyone but a black man. Okay? Now, there are people that think and feel like that, and they are sincere. It is another form of bigotry and racism. Make sure you understand that. Another form. And usually, like I said, along with that term Uncle Tom and all those other categories we discussed earlier, it is right along that same, how shall I say, frame of thought, only on the opposite side. So you have people that are of color, your blacks, that are betraying their own people, okay? We call them Uncle Toms, and they camouflage themselves in every industry, but they are going to turn their head when they see something wrong going on with someone who's black, okay? And by the same token, we have people in our race that feel that at no point in time, after all we've been through, should we be keeping company of someone of another race, especially in the mating process. Now, I've actually seen um, many, many, many circumstances where people of our own race have gotten angry and upset by the company that someone would be keeping. So here you have this young man on the bike. I don't know how old he is. I don't even, I don't even care. It's not even relevant. He's not a baby. And you have these two people in the car and from there, I don't know what happened, uh, because it is so vague. The reporting of it is so ambiguous. It, it's completely hazy, the facts. In fact, there were very few facts that I was able to retrieve from uh, the articles and information presented. And I, I do believe it was done deliberately to keep you going back to find out, to find out what, 
who, who happened? What? But I believe also that this story is being broadcast as a mirror image of uh, the young man with the gun that shot and killed the two people and injured the third and, and claimed self-defense and walk away. I think that this is like a tinder on a fire right now. I believe that by them broadcasting this, that they are trying to incite some type of reaction, and I don't think it'll be good. And I sort of kind of feel sorry for the judge involved, even though he did not seem to be uh, <laughs> anyone that can be swayed. He was, I don't know. I, I can't really put my, my name on it. I mean, there are times in life and people in the world that will do, and myself, I'm guilty, do something or say something to keep the peace. Okay? Even if it's wrong. Even if we don't agree with it, even if we don't believe in it. Your children are acting up somewhere and, you know, you're not going to just bring your hand up and slap them in public because it's not acceptable, even though in your mind you want to. Right? Right. So we've been trained to behave and keep the peace, right? Don't bring any attention to yourself or what's going on. And I'm curious to see with this case, because I did not get the feeling from the literature I was reading that this judge is concerned at all about keeping peace. Now, there was a lot of protest and animosity about how the other case went with the young man. And actually, I'm really surprised it didn't escalate. And the only reason it didn't, as I pointed out earlier, is because the people that he killed weren't black. So now, anytime we have any situation in this society, the American society, it's all depending on what race they are. Uh, that's what we've that's what we've we've come down to in in America. What race were they? Well, he shot and killed what race were they? Well, were they black? Were they white? Were they black? Were they white? Nobody seems to ask anything else. It's sad because we're all human. But we have come down to such a primal level. We have been persecuted for so long as a black race, that now the only question is, were they black? Anyway, um, I look forward to talking to you um, on our next episode, I guess they call it. But it is food for thought. It will be curious to see what happens with this case. Whether or not the judge is going to be concerned with keeping the peace. Because, like I said, by the information I was able to ascertain, I, I couldn't understand what was going on. Anyway, I look forward to speaking to you soon.